0: From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 410 for the week of March 1st, 2015. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. I am your host, Tom Bell, and I'm joined by our Disneyland team, Nancy Johnson, Mary Jo Rulli, Michael Bowling, and Tony Spatel, plus our special guest, Dave Avanzino. Coming up on Tuesday, I have a review of the Best Western Park Place Inn, and Mary Jo and a group of her diva friends talk about planning a trip for a group. But right now, it's time for this week's news, Roundtable Rapid Fire, and our Facebook poll on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hey. Hey there. Hi there. Hello there.
1: Hello.
0: Dave, welcome back. Thanks. Good to be here. It was, and it was good to see you the other day with uh, at our lunch with Anne and Alan. That was so cool. I appreciate you doing that for us. Oh, it was my pleasure. I, I, I never,
2: uh, you know, pass up lunch at Disneyland. There you go. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice,
1: nice. They had a really nice time, too, yeah. they told me. Oh, good, good.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, Marjorie, I think, they were, I think yeah. they were just happy to be out of the East Coast. So yes, yes. I think they, that was yeah. that was 50% of it. So That was, that was, it was part of trip.
0: What, it's gone from zero degrees up to 70 degrees or something. <laughs> Mary Jo, how was divas weekend?
1: Divas weekend was fantastic. First of all, it didn't rain. Mm-hmm. So, well, it rained it was, a little yeah, bit. I was
0: say, little sprinkles, wasn't it?
1: Mm-hmm. But compared to last year when we had a deluge, the whole entire weekend, oh wow, this was wonderful. Okay. everybody. Cool.
0: And you guys did a give kids a world fundraiser, right?
1: We did last year while we were chatting, um, one of our dealer members, Jan Grenold, she approached some of us and she said, you know what? I think that we could raise ki- raise money for give kids the world. And she got a committee together and I just want to name the people. Um, Jen is the one who really spearheaded and kept us all together and in line, but everybody had part in putting in this together. Well, c- keeping us together as we, you know, everybody has different ideas or, you know, maybe we, we didn't uh, brainstorm right away. So she would throw something out so we could, um, contribute. And I thought she did a really good job. But on our team was also Dee Dee Nelson, Jill Foster, Chris Vettel, Heather Clark, and Laurie Eck. And everybody got together. Not only that, we had, you know, we put a call out for donations. And even some people who aren't divas donated some things, which we really appreciate. And then the ladies in the group also did some really personal type gifts we had somebody who who uh, made bowl warmers with disney theme motifs or aprons and stuff and we had somebody we've been doing this since 2008 so every year we get a t-shirt um that's that's designed and blinged out uh, for another friend of ours named Ma- melody and so she comes up with a design for each year and one of our gals heather Got the t shirts and she made a quilt that represented all of the years, which is um eight up to now. And everybody wanted that that quilt. I got outbid. I just couldn't I couldn't meet the price. So <laughs>
0: And and so, somebody was able to get a matching donation too, right? So that that well, bumped up not, your total too, no?
1: Not a not a matching donation. Okay. We we ended up raising um I have it written down. Yeah. We ended up raising the goal was was um two thousand. Mm-hmm. 3000 and we ended up raising 4650 4, somebody got a $2500 grant so our grand total was $7150 nice so thank you to everybody who participated and contributed and donated and it we uh it just went by so smoothly and and it was such a positive response so thank cheers, you to everybody cheers. yep
0: thank you ladies we we appreciate it yes um, speaking of raising money for Give Kids the World, Coasting for Kids, June 7th of this year at Knott's Berry Farm and 10 other Cedar Fair parks across the country. We are, we have dizzers now in six out of the 11 parks. Yay. Um, and we are up to 26, uh, dizzers participating, including 12 right here at Knott's Berry Farm. So we have a huge, Huge uh, group here at Knott's. Um, And then, um, let's see, Dorney Park is represented. uh, Valley Fair is represented. Worlds of Fun is represented. Cedar Point is represented. And I'm missing one. Um, Carowinds, I think. Carowinds is represented. So um, if you are at, let's see, I'm going to call out names. Uh, California's Great America, so up in the up in Northern California. Uh, Canada's Wonderland near Toronto to um, to Kings Dominion, that's in near Richmond in Virginia. Um, and we actually have some people that are talking about that, th- but they have their own Give Kids World Meet coming up soon. So after that, I hope to see some people from that. Also, Kings Island in near Cincinnati, and Michigan's Adventure in Muskegon, Michigan near Grand Rapids. So. If you are near one of those places, we'd love to have you start a team at those locations. Uh, Go to coastingforkids.org and choose the Diz Coasterpalooza 3.0. It's a great time. Um, I'll have a link in the show notes, of course, to all of that information.
3: Uh, Any of the housekeeping?
0: Yes. Go ahead, Tony.
3: So, you know, I did the end-all, be-all with the parking lots. Yes. And I – so I – was at the park uh, mm-hmm. this weekend, and yeah. I drove by Toy Story around ten o'clock, okay, And there was a long line to get in. now I didn't. 10, it wasn't able to time it. yeah, mark, but it's Saturday, ten okay, a m yeah. and but I counted cause I was able to drive slow enough. There's about a line of thirty cars going in. I don't know how long it took, mm-hmm. but that goes along with what Mary Joe said in terms of um it's- checking it on a busy day cause it was kind of surprising. I was oh man. I just made mm. this great proclamation, but I don't know if those thirty cars what it was like at um Mickey and Friends because I didn't get to see at the same exact time. So and then nope, I don't know how do fast Tony. it was moving in. We don't we I, I know you and I need to both be at the same yep. spot and then break. Yeah, because exactly. so the, the problem is there's, between there's, you there's... and me is I will drive over old ladies to win. <laughs> and you No, won't. no,
1: no. Well, this is for a steady. it's not a race. Or this maybe just for fun. It. <laughs> when we come out, maybe you can, all right? But not, yeah. not two. We should do it though.
3: No, but- I know. We need to, especially on a
1: Saturday.
0: Because mm-hmm. toy, toy Story doesn't have as many locations or as many, um,
3: booths. Yeah. So that was the thing is it only yeah. had one entrance and the yeah. two. So that I, kind of made me feel a little bit down about my report. So right. now, but I, so I want to, I want to kind of see. Okay. So just, I, I, so I need to be honest. I could have hid that information, mm-hmm. but I, I didn't, I didn't want
1: to do that. So. Okay. I, just I to um, Tony, your Tina Ray says that you really <laughs> should be promoting Mickey and Friends. That's just, you just gave coming from her about the
3: secret. Of Toy yeah.
1: Story, yeah.
3: Oh, I shouldn't. Oh, so the fact. So then that that corroborates that I was right. Because if I tell everybody yeah. to go to Toy Story, maybe that's why there were thirty cars. Yes, we're such a popular you. podcast <laughs> yes. that everybody heard it and went. I, yeah, wow, I affected traffic flow. Mm-hmm.
1: So, you, so you made a big mistake that people should yeah. really park it. And Trina's comment comes on
0: Mixler. She's listening live to us. If you want to listen live, uh, go to Mixler.com, look for us. Uh, there will be a link in the show notes, and there's always links on our uh, disunplug Disneyland Edition Facebook page. Listen live Sunday evenings at 8 p.m. Pacific or 11 p.m. Eastern Time, and you can chat along with, with the others
1: that are listening uh, any other housekeeping? I have a question for Tony. Uh oh, okay. We get a lot, of re- a lot of questions. People send us emails, but they always seem to be asking Tony about the Mexican restaurants. Oh, wow. I went to one in Fullerton. I want to oh, know if you've ever gone to El Matador? Never been. Oh my gosh, the food was fabulous.
3: There's it's- one in Placentia called. Oh my gosh, and I can't remember what the name of it is now. And uh, El Feralito, which is like in a place that used to be an old house in the neighborhood that I think is really good. Um, but then again, remember, I'm happy about – I like the drive-through Peppies, which isn't that far away from <laughs> – no, I'm serious. No, it's I, not no, that I far away from you. Disneyland. It's on ball. I go there during work. So, um,
1: well, yeah, I know no, I haven't
3: been to that one in Fullerton.
1: Yeah, it's El Matador, and it's on Harper Boulevard. So if you just – and it's about 10 to 15-minute drive from Disneyland. But well worth it. And they have a fantastic ice cream place next door. Oh, well, that's good. But
3: Cause, know, you know, I, especially because Mexican I, food isn't really that filling. So <laughs> you always want that extra dessert after having a big plate of beans <laughs> and, and 15 three, bags really, of chips. Three bowls of chips, yes. Yeah. Teresa lasagna it
1: was really oh,
3: good. Oh, wow. Teresa Okay, see, now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a jerk. But Torisa, somebody got a message. Um, the uh, Teresa um, lasagna, that's all fancy.
1: Know, it wasn't what. fancy. It's normal prices. No, but to me, you, want, me, you
3: want lingua or something? Huh? No, I well, no, I'm I'm want the Americanized. I want nachos and carne asada burritos and that kind of stuff. But, anyways,
0: uh, any other housekeeping? I no?
4: had one, but you but you, you lost, lost it. Right.
3: Yeah, because the the last of the little beep was the yeah, lost done. It. Lost it no more. <laughs>
0: Don't forget, if you want to get a hold of Michigan, you can email us at dlpodcast at www.info.com. Links to anything we talk about during the show can be found at Um, I don't think I have oh, anything else. Yeah, go ahead, Nancy.
4: I know what it was. Right. Um, I got a blur uh, blurb email from uh, Legoland this week. Remember, we had talked about oh, it right. the other yes, week yes, that yes. they had a whole bunch of new stuff. Now they've got a buy one day, get four free. Okay. It's more details later, but four free days. Yes, buy one day, get four free. And I'm trying to pull it up out of my email right now.
0: Add that to your rapid fire or something.
4: Yeah, I can add that to my rapid fire, but then I wouldn't get to talk about the (laughs) extravaganza.
0: Oh, okay. Um, So
4: I'll I'll have two rapid fires this week.
0: All right. Um, All right. Let's talk about this week's Facebook poll. Um, if you want to participate in our Facebook calls, go to our DisUnplugged Disney Edition Facebook page, which the link will be in the show notes. Uh, this week we asked, that's the wrong question. This week we asked, what is your favorite Fantasyland dark ride? Choices, of course, are Alice in Wonderland, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, Peter Pan's Flight, Pinocchio's Daring Journey, or Snow White's Scary Adventure. Let's start with our guest. Dave, what is your favorite um, dark ride in Fantasyland?
2: Uh, I think Peter Pan's always been my favorite, but the updates on Alice, I just love.
0: Now, what do you think Dizzers chose? Um uh, Mister Toad. Okay, Nancy, what do you think? What what what's your first? What's yours? What's well, your favorite?
4: I've always liked Alice, uh-huh. um, and I love going to Helen back. Okay, on Toad. So, <laughs> so but I think Dizzers are going to say Peter Pan. Okay,
0: Michael, what are you thinking?
5: Well, I said my favorite was Snow White because okay. of how detailed it is, uh-huh. and
1: <laughs> I'm sorry.
5: Okay, uh, <laughs> she, she just she's that was so her chair. funny. Yeah,
1: she's spinning in her <laughs> chair, <laughs> and, and, and and what do you and
0: think? Disney chose Peter Pan. Okay, uh, Tony, what do you, what's your Peter favorite? Peter Pan Parker? and Peter Pan. Peter Pan and Peter Pan. Major. Um, Peter Pan and Peter Pan. Okay. Um. I'm not going to say what I think people chose because I know. Um, I, Pinocchio's kind of always had a place in my heart, so I'm going to say Pinocchio. Which, of course, is the lowest vote-getter at 1%. Poor Pinocchio didn't get
2: any love. Wow.
4: I know. It doesn't, man. The creepy no. rooms. Yeah.
2: Yeah, we don't take my kid on that one. <laughs>
4: The the moral uh, the the modern day aesthetic just does not seem to yeah. match that ride anymore. <laughs>
0: All right, so one percent for P- P- uh, for Pinocchio, uh, Snow White got a measly six percent. Oh, that's a bummer. Now the top three tied for sec basically tied for second. It was neck and neck. There's one percent difference. Uh, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride at twenty three percent. And Alice in Wonderland at 40, at 24%. Uh, Big winner, of course, Peter Pan's Flight at 46%. I guess wow. that explains the line. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So no, I guess really no surprises based on the line that Peter Pan's Flight came in at 46%. So every week we have a new Facebook poll. I think it might be something different next week, but we will talk about that in a few minutes. Let's talk about this week's news. What do we want to talk about? first tony fire or water um (laughs) let's start with water okay go ahead
3: because i I remember nancy and i had a heated discussion at one point i got this we got all political Mm -hmm. and i think the data is proving my theory out yep so really this is all about gloating (laughs) sea world really No. yes sea world's numbers are down no yes and it's continued their revenue their revenue and attendance has continued to fall and so um it went down 2.2% in the quarter, but it was less than the 5.2% in the third quarter. So it's dropping, but not as much as they, they, it's, it's better, but they have a, the <laughs> it's fourth not quarter as bad loss, as yeah, expected. Okay, yeah, yeah. The fourth quarter loss of a reported $25 million is almost twice the loss of $13 million in the last part of 2013. Now here's where not to be the business report, but. Um, shares have dipped significantly, falling more than 7% in trading and about 41% across the last 12 months. That's my big concern about with their numbers going down is if stockholders aren't happy, then they're going to lose, you know, and lose all that money. Um, what was interesting is the CEO said, the focus of the company's strategy is to re to rehabilitate its image. Will focus on those who will want to in air in quotes I said air quotes sorry actual quotes to hear <laughs> our side of the story, which is kind of like that's i again that's not if I'm a marketing PR guy mm-hmm. let's not say our side of the story. Um, we are well, well aware. Well, but
4: unfortunately, who we, they're backed into the corner of having to say our I side know. of the story.
3: So I wouldn't, but I I would just ignore that because then it reminds people that. There's another, There's another side. side of the story. Yes, We're well aware of who we have to go after and we're very focused on it with the right messages. He said during his earnings call, wow, that'd be a tough call. <laughs> this is not something you just start slapping against. Interesting. It's precise. <laughs> a nice verb. It's precise, targeted properly, and it needs to be frequent. This is not a hit and run, as we say in the marketing world, where you advertise for a month and hope it goes away. This is changing a mindset and making certain that mindsets stay changed recognizing the opposition won't go away. And then they mentioned that they wanted to focus more on the like pass holders and stuff. But I I just like, I mean, it's, it's like you're, it's like you're a politician who just got caught with the horrible like situation. And that's, I don't know. Hmm. I'm not rooting for SeaWorld to fail. I'm just saying, I don't know what's going to happen in the next two or three years. And all of a sudden their numbers are going to go back through the roof.
4: You saying. know, this is this is cyclic, like anything that has anything to do with political damage. The word is
3: cyclical, but I like that cyclic. <laughs> cyclical,
4: cyclical,
3: cyclical. cyclical. Yeah. cyclic is, is not a
4: word. Tomato,
3: I to, <laughs> tomato, and I, and I was going past where potato, we like, oh. potato. Uh, I don't know if it's potato, potato, but I'll go. Okay, so anyways, it's a cycle. Continue.
4: Okay. Uh, Anytime you have any kind of major press damage, it mm-hmm. takes two to three years to at least bounce out of it. And you can call that, well, heck, look at Clinton and Lewinsky. That's still going <laughs> well, on. But this is an amusement park. <laughs> I know, but still. I, I'm just saying. What about
0: like some of the, like, I, I think I used this example before when, when they had the, all the, the press about, um, What's his name? Michael Moore doing the thing about McDonald's and
5: oh, yeah. Fast Food Nation.
4: Fast Food
0: Nation or-, or whatever the yeah. the one where McDonald's got the big hit. Yeah. Did they take Did they take a hit to their numbers too? And and how? Yeah, well, you saw the CEO no because people were
4: down. still stupid.
3: That's no, true. the CEO stepped down. They're upset. They have to redo their whole their their whole like. I mean, I don't think it was specifically because yeah. of that, but
5: yeah, McDonald's profits are down. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But that—I mean—that—but that was a long time ago. Did they recover from that? Is what I'm saying. They recover from that bad press. See again. Not
4: horrendously. I, my, I mean, my, they is, have been because they've been adding choices into yeah. their menus.
0: Right. This is great. It's
3: Wall Street talk So SeaWorld needs to <laughs> add, change their menus. Yes. So maybe
0: to speak.
4: That's,
3: yeah. No, that's actually good. Yeah, you're yeah. right. It's a my, good analogy. My, I, I do think they're smart in going after pass holders and, and all that. My thing, which is if anybody wants to listen to that episode and Tom, I'm sure will put it in the show notes when Nancy had a discussion was the idea that it's a, all of a sudden now people are thinking about it differently. And I'm not again saying that I agree with those people. I'm just saying when you come out and say our side of the story, people now are like, Oh, do I want it? like the, the people start now thinking about it rather than saying, Oh, let's go to sea world.
2: That's so I my think, point yeah it's, it's, I think they've that, been doing a lot with pushing their conservation efforts. it's like I think I think they need to do that more because I think there's so much that they do that's so great, but it's right. kind of been overshadowed by this negative press and okay. you know, I think I think it'd be really sad if they closed on that note alone yeah because so, they do so much good
3: agreed my question is does your conservation issues? invite people, go, oh, I really want to go to SeaWorld now because of all the good they're doing. Yeah, no. You you know what I mean? Like, that's, it's
2: a hard, it's a hard, they're really in a hard position. Well, there was something, I didn't really, I didn't read the article, I'm just going to say, I read a headline today that said something like, I think in um, Florida, they're stopping where you feed the dolphins, Right, like something that's been around forever, and I didn't really read the reason behind it, but I'm guessing it's coming from that same sort of thing of like, you know, that, oh, we just shouldn't do that because, you know, it's not appropriate, or, or, you know, it's not it's not an attraction. Yeah, I read that too, and that made me think. But that's
3: part of the reason I would actually want to go to SeaWorld. Exactly, to, feed I want to swim off, with please.
2: them. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> and I think the the problem that San Diego has that the Orlando park doesn't, is the Orlando park could could basically get rid of all the animals and turn itself into a theme, into a roller coaster park, uh-huh. like, whereas San Diego can't do that because of all the regulations. Placed on them by the city of San Diego, and the fact that they are basically right on the water, mm, right. uh, they 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 can't have like their their roller coaster has to basically hug the hug the hug the ground. They can't have things going up in the air you near know, like roller coasters, huge roller coasters, and things like that. So mm. it would be harder for them to turn into a, a roller coaster like theme park.
3: Well, you know, I grew up in San Diego, and the way it looks now, there'll be no SeaWorld, my t- football team's going to leave, it's just not going to be <laughs> nice. the place that I grew up and loved. But
2: well, We went to SeaWorld for the first time last year with my daughter, who was six, and I had not been in 20 years. I loved it. I mean, I, I, watched, it too. I watched the Dolphin Show, and I was like, I don't know why, I was choking up. I said, I don't oh know why God. this makes me so happy, but it does. Like, I just love, because it reminded me of being a kid. And watching it and going, I want to train dolphins. And then my daughter's like, I want to train dolphins. Well, you know and, what I mean? And that's exactly what you were
3: saying is they do a lot of good. And I don't think because of the negative backlash, Like, I think that at least – I almost think that they need two different marketing plans, not that I'm a CEO or anything. Orlando's got rides and they could push that direction and they have the water park. Or the one in San Diego, your story is exactly what they need to have in a commercial. Yeah. Remember when you were a kid and seeing right. kids feed – like – there, and I don't think there's anything wrong or socially, you know, socially wrong about seeing the dolphins and doing all that. I think they need to focus more on that family aspect and learning about nature and.
2: Yeah, and I thought the park was was really nicely done. I mean, there was obviously some older parts, but the newer stuff was was I would even say Disney quality. Like some of the theming and stuff, I was really impressed.
4: I've always thought that SeaWorld parks were good, even before the uh, anheuser Bush, you know, purchase, et cetera, that might have run down a few of them. But I, I agree. They, I don't even remember what my position was during the Tony and I talking about it. Show <laughs> no, no, because- I was,
3: my my argument wasn't that it was that eventually that they were going to close. And you thought, Oh, no. and I,
4: I, think that they will always be there in some form or another. Um, it will take a lot for something that big and established to close. And let's face it, the people who as bought long,
0: it, as long as Inbeth keeps backing them,
4: yeah, as long as it, you know the people who bought it want to see them succeed. I mean, no major company wants their you know subunits to fail. Um. I think that, like I said, it always takes time for a quote-unquote political hit to kind of wash itself away, and in this era of social media, it doesn't it's, help yeah. that the pain is so immediate, and it's so prolonged. It's like having that fight with your with your ex where they always bring up the past and, and your past sins. You know, that kind of thing. And so, as long as as long as people learn to either divide into the group that they have their opinion and yay, well, and good, or the people who learn to fight and communicate effectively and not bring up the past. Does that make sense?
3: Sure. I think it would be interesting, but I shouldn't go... But, Tom, you can shut me up anytime. <laughs> um, Time now, so you um, Is the idea of literally... If that company were to somehow get, let the San Diego one separate from the other one and have the San Diego one be more associated with, the, I don't know, it'll like ever the, happen with like the zoo and the well and, and, yeah. and, and make it, you know, and I don't know. I Because I, I think you're right that it's a totally different kind of. Sort of experience. turning
4: it into maybe something akin to, say, like the Monterey Bay Aquarium yes. or something like that where they focus on all aspects. Mm-hmm. Just. Throwing out ideas. Yeah, I'm sure Alessandro
3: could was listens to the podcast and is gonna ask us what we think about fixing SeaWorld. So,
2: do you think they could survive if they got rid of the orcas? And or is that like the big ticket item there? I don't. I It is wow. a pretty big
4: ticket item, Dave. You're very right yeah. on that point. But that
2: seems to be like I don't know. Do people have as much problem with them having dolphins and seals and shows? Yeah, yeah. No one seems or to is it Just yeah. the
3: orcas.
5: You're
2: right. <laughs>
3: I think I'm going to start a, I'm going to create a new movie not blackfish and and we never focus <laughs> on the poor sea lions that were just feeding fish too yeah and nobody seems to care about them it's just the orca
4: you know and their their point is probably well at least they're a little safer than lounging on the pier <laughs> <laughs> you ever gone to a pier and seen a dead sea lion right oh, in the corner?
1: Oh, come on. No, alright. No, I've never seen Let's it. Let's move
3: on from that. Okay. Let's... Okay, so so now that we've started to bring the room down, yes. there was a fire at Disneyland. <laughs> there you go. And uh it began it. around nine twenty on a recent day evening. It was on last a tree. night. <laughs> well, last night. Oh, it's live now. We we we're live, yeah. So we would not be able to say when it happened. It was it was Saturday night. Okay, 9.20 on Saturday night on a tree near the, it's a small world attraction, but actually more important than the fire that didn't really do anything. It was extinguished in about a half hour. The fire appeared to be related to fireworks. Would you think they wouldn't have?
0: They should just cancel all the fireworks.
3: Yeah. Um, no one was injured. I'm starting a petition. No more fireworks. Exactly. No one was injured. No damage was done to the attraction. Uh, Lieutenant Bob Dunn with the Anaheim Fire Department told the Orange County Register, that the fire was being handled by Disney personnel. But more importantly, Tom. Hmm. Susie Brown. Guessed, yes, yes, guess who said it? Susie yes. Brown. Yeah. Yay, well, no back, articles. Susie. She's been in no articles for like three to five months, and she was a, the spokesperson for this.
4: Yes. Yeah. No, she was in one like two weeks ago yeah. that you read.
3: Oh, well, I... Yes. I don't know. Okay, so, well, anyway, Susie Brown was the
0: spokesperson. I, I I did see a picture on fa- on Twitter, I think it was, that one of the spire uh, just the like a piece of the fa- facade got some smoke damage but no, i mean nothing structural or anything like that so and they were working they're working on the on the facade anyway so I don't, it's not gonna, it, it's not a big deal the rides back open so
3: but now that they're going to have to do some extra work they're going to raise ticket prices to $125 yes, <laughs> <laughs> nice. every day all right
0: and that is the news thank you tony for help on that um dave how yes. are you? Um, I'm okay. For those of you who don't know, Dave Avanzino is a Disney artist and does lots and lots of different things at at that are in the stores. A lot of, what do you want to call it, paper, paper sculpture?
2: I, I call them paper sculpture. They're okay. not not true paper sculpture, but that's the closest term I have. Right, exactly.
0: 3D paper. 3D
2: paper paintings. paintings. Yes, there about
0: you that. Go. <laughs> and you have And you have a couple, well, you yeah. have one new thing that you showed me the other day that is awesome.
2: Yeah, that's going to be released, um, this Saturday. There's a Disney Anna artist showcase on this Saturday, March 7th from 9 to 11 a.m. in the Disney Anna shop, uh, featuring myself, uh, Steve Adams, Jeremy Fulton, Daniel Killen, Paul Lopez, who I believe is new. I don't, I don't recall seeing his work before. Bridget McCarty, Miss Mindy, and Larry Nikolai. And then wow. there's, and we'll all be appearing. And there's another piece by George Scribner, who's one of my favorite artists, but he will not be there.
0: So tell tell the folks about a little bit about that piece. I I think we can see it on your on your Facebook page, which is yes, like that my fa- Dave Evansino Designs. Okay, we'll put a link in the show notes.
2: Yeah, it's uh, I had done a piece for um, Magic Kingdom's fortieth a few years ago, uh, 2011. That was kind of like a park map where it was all kind of all the major attractions and the castle sort of poking up with, uh, uh, among a bunch of trees to kind of fill up space. So I'd always wanted to do the Disneyland one. So th- this event, it's not part of the 60th, but they wanted, um, art from all of us, just sort of, uh, highlighting Disneyland. So I thought, okay, here's my opportunity to do that version of that art for Disneyland. So it's a little cartoony, um, paint style, but, uh, it's kind of got most of the major attractions kind of poking up and some fun little things hidden in there. There's my wife and daughter and I are in there and <laughs> there's. Oh, it's this- so cool six hidden Mickeys, one for each decade. And yeah, so it's it's a very fun piece. There's there's over 50 hand cut elements in each piece in, in the paper sculpture version. It's about three inches deep. So it it's it's got a lot going on. So there they uh there's gonna be five of them there out of the 25 in the edition this week and there's and they also produced a deluxe print of it which will be $39.95 matted. Uh, the paper sculptures are, are nine seventy five. They're they're a little on the high end, but they're a lot of work. So yeah. that is why.
0: Very cool. And then you have something coming up the next weekend also, right? Yeah, I'm I'm
2: spending my weekend at the next two weekends at Disneyland, which would be kinda of fun. Oh you poor thing. Uh, it's it's a rough life. Yeah. Um the following weekend, the 14th and 15th, I will be there as one of my four weekends uh throughout the year that I'm there selling my custom name artwork as well as um other consignment pieces, like I have an, my new Mary Poppins piece. Um I'm actually gonna have a Nightmare Before Christmas original from an edition I did a couple years ago. Um and my Elsa piece from Frozen. And yeah, several things like that, that my consignment pieces are things that are only available when I'm there at that kind of a weekend. And if cause... I
0: remember correctly, you also have some deluxe prints that aren't ne- always not necessarily available in the store.
2: Exactly. And the big one is the Haunted Mansion uh, deluxe print of the the recent Haunted Mansion piece I did. Um, they didn't produce the deluxe print, so I'm producing it on my own. Um, so those are there. same 39.95 for 14 by 18 matted print. And those are only available when I'm there. And, of course, anything can be signed, uh, whether it's, you know, even some of my mass-produced pieces that Disney sells. um, Anything that's purchased that weekend while I'm there can be autographed specifically for you. Awesome. Yeah. Should be a good good couple of weekends. Yeah, I mean, you usually get a big crowd out there visiting. Yeah, it's nice. It's it's so nice. The fans are so great. I mean, I said... It, you know i mean you just can't beat it i mean people go out of their way just to come by that not even buying anything but right. they're like oh i just wanted to come by and tell you you know i've got this piece and that piece and they're just some of my favorites and and I, you know it just means a lot to me so yeah. it's, it's a nice way to spend a weekend excellent thanks dave sure. um let's continue with rapid fire michael
5: Right, well, March is coming in like Lambert the sheepish lion at the Walt Disney Family (laughs) Museum. (laughs) So, in March, the film of the month is the Silly Symphonies. Um, You can enjoy groundbreaking shorts that served as Walt's Proving Ground for Emerging Technology, New Musical Styles, and Advanced Character and Story Development. Uh, the shorts that'll be running are The Old Mill, Flowers and Trees, Three Little Pigs, the Flying Mouse, Grasshoppers and Ants, Music Land, Birds of a Feather, and Water Babies. And these are running daily through March, except on Tuesday at 1.30 and 4 o'clock. The open studios are both on sound. For um our the older guests, it's on synchronized sound. Uh, Steamboat Willie was the first animated film to successfully synchronize sound to the images you see on the screen. So you can come in and play with the sound effects and add them to your own original animations to give your scene even more liveliness. This is every Saturday and Sunday in March, 1 to 4 p.m. at the Learning Center. For the younger guests... This, uh, you can come and explore sound at the little open studio. They're going to have various stations throughout the center and they'll have all different kinds of objects where they can make a variety of sounds. And the little ones will even be able to make their very own rain stick to take home. this is every Saturday, Sunday, and Monday in March from 10 a.m. until 12 noon. They also have an after-school animation workshop. The session two begins Wednesday, March 4th and runs through April 22nd. The workshop is for ages 14 to 18. Um, they're going to have a summer camp open house. We had a listener that heard me talking about the summer camp, I think it was last year, and she sent her, uh, I think, daughter to it, had a fantastic time, and she wrote me all about it. So if you want to learn more about the museum's animation summer camp offerings, get registration questions answered, and view student work from previous years, go to the open house on Thursday, March 5th from 5 to 7 p.m., the spotlight talks are on, are on synchronized sound. This is where you hear little 15, 20-minute talks within the galleries about some selected object within the museum. So in March, you'll hear about the groundbreaking advancement of synchronized sound and animation championed by Walt Disney Studios with Steamboat Willie. This is every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in March at 11 a.m., 1 and 3 p.m. The talks for this month is Animation Basics on Music. This is the fourth in a five-part series about the basics of animation production that were followed in Walt's time and are still applicable today. So music covers the important role that music plays in the process of animation. So you can watch the award-winning documentary, The Tunes Behind Tunes, and hear from Dave Bossert, the film's producer, Mark Waters, the featured composer, and John Burlingame, leading writer on the subject of music for films and television and this is on saturday march 14th at 3 p.m there's a special program the animation collaboratives bay area creative connection they're going to offer a series of panel discussions portfolio reviews and a chance to meet up with local artists and professionals in animation and you can get a first-hand look into the works of pixar ilm and dreamworks artists as they discuss their journey into becoming the inspiring artists they are today. And you can bring your sketchbooks and prepare for a showcase of the animation industry's um, current innovative and creative work. Um, This event is limited to 120 participants and the early bird tickets are on sale through March 4th and the regular sale begins on March 5th. And finally, the, the second talk of the month is how Kay Kamen made Mickey Mouse a merchandise superstar. I think a lot of us are collectors. Of Disney Anna. Well, Kay Kamen is the one that made it happen for us. So he merchandised the most popular cartoon character of the early 1930s. And he, uh, le- so you can learn all about how Kay Kamen approached the Disney Brothers about licensing Mickey. So you'll join Tom Tumbush, writer and publisher, and expert on Disney collectibles. To hear how Kay Kamen's brilliant marketing and licensing strategies set new industry standards and brought millions to the Walt Disney Studios to fund later projects. And this is Saturday, March 28th at 3 p.m. Oh, and that special program I talked about is on the Animation Collaborative's Creative Connection is Saturday, March 21st, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. So, for more information on tickets and times, uh, just go to the Walt Disney Family Museum's website, waltdisney.org, and we will have a link in our show notes.
0: Very cool. Thank you, Michael. Uh Major.
1: As we all know, May 22nd, they're going to be having the, the grand opening for the 60th anniversary and at World of Color we have a new host that's going to be joining Mickey Mouse and that is Neil Patrick Harris. Never heard of so, him. So, never heard of him? I heard that it's a uh, legend. Wait, wait for yes. it, Jerry. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but um he's going to be it's you know they they're, they're going to incorporate him into the show. So I'm really looking forward to it. I think he's going to be an excellent host.
5: He's going to be wearing his tidy whities like he did for the Oscars? He
1: <laughs> he, he might be Oh, could you imagine if they animated that?
0: But- okay. <laughs> they also released a little bit more details about the actual show itself. Let me see if I can find those notes. It was, uh, because they were kind of vague. Uh, okay, so uh, it's going to be memorable animated moments. His uh, It's his decades-long journey, basically, of creating the parks, from his animated moments, his dream of the park, And then culminating in a madcap musical tour of the Disneyland Resort attractions as they've never been seen before.
1: That's gonna be a wonderful show. Yeah. It's kind of along the the same vein as the 50th anniversary Uh show that Steve Martin did. Oh,
0: okay, yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to say "Remember, Dreams Come True," but yeah.
1: No, Steve Martin when he did the the movie with Donald Duck, and then to actually have this own world of color, yeah, it's gonna be cool.
0: Very cool. All right, I will go next, have a quick one. Um, Arthur Ridley Pearson, that's the Kingdom Keepers guy, right?
1: Right. Yep, yep. sure okay. is.
0: He will be doing a book signing on March 28th. He'll be at the Disney Anna. She's going to be in two different locations. Uh, the Disney Anna shop from 10 a.m. to noon. And then over at the World of Disney from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m., be signing copies of a couple new books. Uh, one's called The Return Disney Lands. And the other is called The Syndrome. So if you are a Ridley Pearson fan and you want to meet him, March 28th is the day to do it at the Disneyland Resort. Uh, Nancy.
4: Okay. I'm going to finish up with my rapid fire. <laughs> 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 okay. So I've got the details on it. Five days for the price of one resort hopper ticket. Okay. Online exclusive. Includes five consecutive days of a limited admission to Legoland Sea Life Aquarium and Legoland Water Park. Adult ticket price 109, child ticket price 103. All visits must occur within five days of the first visit if you didn't know what the word consecutive meant. And this (laughs) ticket expires on October 25th, 2015. So it is available online now. Now, there's five dollars a $5 water park toddler admission required for children under three years of age. They're in free with you um, otherwise, except for the water park. Um, and water park entry, as you know, you have to go through Legoland to get into the water park. So, it does require same-day Legoland admission um, and keep... In mind that they do close their water parks seasonally. Cannot be combined with any other discounts such as AAA, offers, or promotions. Non transferable, non refundable, only available online, parking not included. And please allow 90 minutes for your ticket to process. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice. Um, okay. Also, also Le- oh, speaking of Lake but, Land, go ahead. they also finally confirmed the rumor that you had talked about. A couple of months ago, they announced officially that new attraction.
4: Yeah, the two new attractions. The Okay. Two um, new attractions. Okay. Uh, they're. Oh gosh, I needed to pull that back up. Well, it's it's um, based on the based on the Lego Movie. Well, and the Lego Friends thing
0: too. Okay. Well, yeah, the one they announced was based on the Lego Movie. The LEGO oh, LEGO LEGO okay. Farm was based on the Lego Movie.
4: So, okay. Well, there you go. There you
0: go. All right. Thank, oh, okay. Go. Oh, you. I have got the, my other, the, the one, other, the other one because go we
4: got to mention it. Yeah because it starts up very, very soon, like mm-hmm. in another couple of weeks. Um, in case you didn't need an excuse, according no, okay. to uh, our dear friend Michelle Harker, Merchandise Manager, Extravaganza is coming back to Disneyland in both California Park and Disneyland Park. And you'll be able to, once again, search for the special hidden eggs themed to Disney characters at some of your favorite parks. So, how you, how this works out... You can go to a bunch of um, places. The, there's a couple places: Disney Junior kiosk, Elias and Company, Oswald's Radiator Springs Curios, and Treasures in Paradise. And you can um, pick up your map and special. Um, it's a special themed Egg Extravaganza map, um, which can be purchased for four dollars and ninety five cents plus tax. At those locations in California Adventure and at the following locations in Disneyland Park, the Disney Anna Shop, Disney Anna Showcase, I mean, Disney Showcase, Fairy Tale Treasures, the Little Green Men's Store Command, Pieces of Eight, Pioneer Mercantile, and Stromboli's. So go to those places. Go where's, to the spots. Is, where's
0: Stromboli's? Is that the cart outside? Yeah, I think it's okay. a cart
4: right across from the, um.
0: Village House? Yeah. Okay.
4: Yeah. Right next to Casey Junior. Okay. So um, you record your uh, discoveries by getting the sticker, placing it on the map in the location. You take it back to the redemption location, which is Elias and Company a California Adventure and Disney Showcase in Disneyland, and you get a An surprise, egg- egg- exciting a surprise. And. In in egg scramble to pick up your surprise, as yes. Michelle says. And you actually just return it by April 30th. So you could actually do this over the course of a couple visits.
0: Or you could not do it and you still get the prize.
4: Okay, just, then. Just saying. Uh, what is the fun of that, Mr. Party Poopin' Bell?
0: <laughs> exactly. All right. Thank you, Nancy.
4: Okay. <laughs> Talk- oh, and they, they okay. actually have a new surprise this year. And the picture is extremely cute. Extremely. Okay. Extremely. Go visit the Disney Parks blog for that. <laughs>
0: Thank
3: you. All right, Tony. Well, I have a little extra Lego news.
0: Okay.
3: Legoland. So, Lego Star Wars Mini Land Death Star Model Display oh, is nice. opening on March 5th, and it spans eight feet across. Wow. Well, that's the problem Lego. Okay, I saw it. Next. Um, eight feet across and offers guests a chance to view iconic film scenes made of Lego bricks that were filmed inside the Galactic Empire space station. It includes the famous trench room scene. Just in case you didn't know what happened there, Luke Skywalker maneuvered his X-Wing fighter through the combat zone trench to blow up the station and its pan- planet destroying super laser. Lego well, models of I know. Thank
0: you.
3: <laughs> I know. Sh- I forgot. Sorry. Um, a Rebel X-Wing fighter pilot and an Imperial <laughs> starship pilot will be on display. Guests can also use their imaginations to construct their own Lego spaceships at building stations. And that's right before their Star Wars days. Let so Jake Lucas disappointed us in the order in which he... Yeah, sorry. <laughs> and so while I was there and I was looking for other stuff, did you know that Legoland has VIP tours? Yes, they really? do. Yes. Would you like to know all the stuff that you can get? You can get, number one, priority access to our rides and attractions. So front of the line. Good. Yeah. Single day admission to Legoland and sea life. Good. Dude. Exclusive tour of the model shop. Ooh, that's kind of cool.
0: No, yes, I was kind of,
3: that was tongue in cheek, but that's okay. Uh, personal no, but VIP host. That's ho- cool. I mean, okay. Well, wait <laughs> till I get to the end and you'll All hear right. the punchline. Right. Personal VIP host to escort you around the park for the entire day. Now, again, Disneyland, that's necessary. Universal Studios. Hey, this is where they film this Legoland. I don't know what they're going to show this me that I can't learn. On- yeah, well, that I can't learn on the internet. Souvenir photograph printed on Lego brick, one per group. Not one per person, one That's per group. That's kind of cool. Okay. Okay, well, wait. Wait till you see then. Okay. Mini figure for trading. Cheesy. Private, yeah, private experience at Sea Life Aquarium. You they know, to feed the dolphins? Well, also, and it depends how you promote that. You know, I've heard of people getting arrested for offering private, private experiences yes. at Sea Life Aquarium. Um, Valet parking at the new Legoland Hotel. Favorite. Okay. Special Legoland California Resort gift, VIP lanyard, lunch and refreshments, no alcohol, Tom. Uh, interesting and unknown park and Lego model facts, optional stroller rental, so you could get a stroller. This, okay, so this is a pretty decent package.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Want to know how much it costs? Yes, please. $445 for a kid, 495 for an adult. Now does it sound like a great? Uh, yeah, no. Are you kidding?
4: I know. Well, okay, what's the price of VIP of, of VIP host to Disneyland?
3: Okay, no 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 no. Disneyland and Legoland are not the same thing.
4: Yes, but Legoland can get really long lines at times.
3: Whatever, no way. I'm sorry.
4: Not not $500? Okay, I don't necessarily agree with $500, but I want to I'm I'm property. asking like, I can't what afford does buttons. a VIP host cost I, you a see, i compared
3: it to the universal one universal you can start at 300 bucks and you get legitimate like a gourmet i was looking at the reviews you get a gourmet
0: here you go nancy yeah um this, i really uh, like the f- i'm not sure if this is current information or not because uh, it, it could you know it could okay. change uh 315 per hour regular season 355 peak season six minimum. hour minimum
3: See, I can't compare it to Disneyland.
0: So you're, okay, how many what, people eight, eight, in a group? Uh, up to ten okay, people. Up to eight. Up to ten people.
4: Okay. Up to ten people. See, so this that's is per- 1800,
0: 1,800 divided by ten people, so 180. Okay, yeah.
3: Okay, this is an outrageously cost.
4: Okay, but that it, doesn't include food.
3: No. Yeah, but the Universal one's 300 bucks, and you get really good food. Uh, and you have someone okay. who's saying, hey, this was filmed here.
4: All your lunch, all your lunch and refreshments, and are all in, are all included in your Legoland one too, and that is actually really good food at most of the places at Legoland too. <laughs> you, I, I I'm seems sorry. Really Five hundred. It does seem high. It does seem high. one of, of your bullet
3: points, price. when one of your bullet points is VIP lanyard. <laughs> and one of your bullet points is mini figure for trading. Yes. Figure, not figures. Figure that you could buy yourself.
4: See, I was a little, I was a little taken aback by just one. And it doesn't say per person. It doesn't say, you know. I would say give you half a box for that price. Yeah,
2: really. Yeah, yeah. And the same trip. Your- Oh, the same trip we went to SeaWorld last year. We went to Legoland for the first time. And my daughter was six and a half. And I I actually felt like she was too old for most of it. That's my, and I I don't mean this wasn't to be an anti-Legoland
3: thing. To me, it was the shock of you're really not getting a lot for $500.
2: Well, that was like your other, the other, when they were talking about like getting four days free, I was like four days. Like (laughs) I (laughs) can't imagine going there for four days. Like one day was, was plenty. It was nice. We enjoyed it. But like, I would go back to SeaWorld. I wouldn't go back there.
3: Well, and my thing too is the okay, if I'm at Disneyland, someone's gonna tell me where Walt did something. Okay.
2: Only (laughs) like no, no, like the
3: the the plaid is gonna tell me that. If I go to Universal, I'll find out that some special Hollywood movie story. Legoland, I'm not especially when it's more expensive than basically all three. That just it was kinda surprising. I wasn't expecting it. This is the clock
0: tower that had to be rebuilt when it caught on fire.
3: Like yeah, this is a look. This maybe they tell you the same stories that Universal Studios tells you, but it's the Lego. This is a replica of Star Wars, (laughs) which, and then they tell a Star Wars story. Well,
4: no, okay. For some people, this is like going to Legoland for the first time would be like us going to Tokyo Disney Sea for for the first first time. time.
1: I
3: mean, but. I Nancy, this is way too expensive.
4: It is expensive. It's way too expensive. I did and not I just, disagree with and you. And you. you don't
3: get enough stuff. That's my point. I'm like, well, I think you it, it's you didn't even mention your- the
4: extra $100 yeah. if you had the water park. <laughs>
3: oh, jeez. Yeah, I know. $600 if you went to the water park. But actually. But they should be squirting. I mean, with the <laughs> and that's, yeah, that's not just even for a hotel the VIP. Room, right? No. No. Oh. Yeah. But you my know what? Um, I was outraged at the price for that was basically the point of it and i didn't mean to go in a whole oh i kind of did i yeah, did actually did. go yeah i actually set this up beautifully It'll
2: be interesting to see if anybody goes and posts a report yes somewhere. we'd love to if you've got the I'd vip to tour that. please email us, let us yeah
4: know. yeah i mean i would certainly love to see what they thought about it i mean i would see this being more of a benefit if it was a hundred dollars cheaper on everything like okay, if, that's my point is how if it you- was three hundred and forty five for child and three ninety five and then kick the water park up maybe another seventy five
3: again universal starts at three hundred and they apparently have like the most amazing food according to their responses and they have amazing food and you get hollywood stories and get to go to like one person said and they got to take me to where my actual favorite show was being filmed like again and it's less than this so anyways that's just right. okay maybe right, thank you tony that is rapid
0: fire thank you all um so, let's talk about this week's poll so, Tony, uh, what month is it again? It's March it's you know March
3: means no way for well, no it it means for for people that watch sports, it's March madness, yay. So this year, what we're going to do is we're going to do some illegal gambling, mm-hmm. and for March Madness, yeah, we're going to be we're going to just do regular NCAA basketball March Madness, and we're going to be the bookies. I figure that's okay, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, we give give like
0: one percent to give kids the world. Exactly,
3: kidding. we give one yeah. percent to give kids the world, and then Tom, you'll be the heady <laughs> that is if so long. I'm sorry,
0: I shouldn't have even gone there.
3: It's fun. It's a little funny. <laughs> okay, whatever. I mean, I've already gone off on legal now, yeah, so. No, no, no. So do can we share what we're gonna do for March
0: Madness? Um we can share. Let me let me give you the basics. We starting this week, we are going to release uh one quarter of the bracket every day. Um starting I don't know, Tuesday or Wednesday, we gotta work that out. We'll just watch our Facebook page. Uh every one every day you can have one bracket to vote on, so what, eight games? Is that oh, right? Wait, uh, well, yeah, okay. no, no, yeah, eight games. Uh, to vote on and if four days in a row, and then that, so that's going to get us down to 32 and then on the weekend, you're going to get us down to 16 and then we'll, on Sunday, you're going to hear the results live on the show and go ahead and tell us what, what we're doing, Tony. Okay. Well, you
3: know, we're, we're going to just do Disneyland. Nope. We're not. There's not enough. <laughs> Okay, well, <laughs> then I, I texted you. My. You didn't, you didn't no, get my text no, during the show. No, I texted you during still, the show. We are still going to do Disneyland. We're doing, however, this, this. but
0: but there's not a, there weren't enough attractions even even with the yes, special things. But did, so, whoa, 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 wait! Did we change what we had just already discussed, Tom? I, I texted you. You didn't do it. We're gonna we're, we're gonna have to do both parks.
3: We're, we're doing, paying attention to oh. the show. We're doing okay. both parks. Oh, 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 okay, so. Okay. Both parks. So, anyways, it's okay, but we just, are doing both. Just parks, attractions.
0: We're not going to go. to, but because we're not, gonna, we're not, we're not,
3: we're not going to bring back the champion. What? We're oh, not bringing
0: I'm, back the champion. No,
3: champions. I thought that was the whole point of this. No, time. No, 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 no. We're not to bring back the champion. <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm not into it anymore. Are
4: we having <laughs> fun listening to them, Baker, like yeah, Housewives? I, you know, I
3: thought we were bringing the the champions back.
5: You think nope. there would have been like a pre-show meeting over yes. this? I tried, but you know, <laughs> the, the, the,
0: this, we were running out of time. Oh, so we're not bringing – okay. But we are are doing something special, right, for the 60th?
3: That's what I was saying. But not the champion. Not the champion. Oh, oh, okay. We were missing – okay. No, we're just – as the relationship Tom and I have, we're just miscommunicating. Okay, so now I can go back to what I was going to say. We got got a minute left. Go ahead. Okay, we are, because it's the 60th anniversary, bringing back the Hall of Famers. So if you want – the old monorail versus the new monorail, you can vote. If you want 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea versus Finding Nemo, now we can have the brackets the way we've always wanted. All 60 years of Disneyland is going to be in March Madness.
0: So we're going to bring, bring back some classic attractions. Maybe, I don't know, it could be Flying Saucers versus Luigi. Yes. Or... The My motorboat ride? Star, Star Tours versus Star Tours. Who knows?
3: Honey, I struck, the audience things.
0: versus Captain EO.
3: Think about it. I
0: so, was way more excited than We're just giving you some examples theater. Just some <laughs> examples. Okay. So watch for that. Uh, on our Facebook page in the next couple of days we'll have we'll have full announcements on that and when you can when you can vote. And it's gonna be quick voting, and have twenty four hours on each bracket the first first few rounds. So uh Dave, thank you so much for joining us, team. Thank you so much. It was a great show that is gonna do it for this segment of the Design Plug. Be sure to catch all of our other Disneyland shows this week. And, of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.